Yo, welcome to Future Mini Trucker Podcast. This is Dayton. And this is Connor. And today we're going to be doing our first ever test episode, where we're going to be testing something completely different that we never have done before. And today we are going to be doing it where Connor's going to talk for like the first five things, then we're both going to talk for two things, and then I'll talk for five things and then we'll end it off together. Yep, that's the plan anyhow. Um, also like to thank each and every listener out there, or, you know, whenever, wherever you you may be, <clears throat> for tuning in to us, joining us on this momentous occasion where we are going to try this out. Hopefully, we get mostly positive feedback on it, because um, <clears throat> I'd like to hear what y'all say. And, you know, I don't care if it's just positive feedback. I want to hear negative and positive feedback. Any feedback is good. Definitely. Um, anyhow, I guess, you know, I should uh, go ahead and start us off on the mini truck and nationals over in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. <clears throat> oh, in Maggie Valley, North Carolina, there is a huge show now called the Southeastern Mini Striking Nationals. And I believe that the coverage of the show has been, well, I've seen it, but, you know, it's been a little sparse. Um, I hope to cover it the best to the best of my abilities. But, you know, as uh, always, I'm not going to be able to cover everything. We're only humans, and after all, um, but I believe that it should be a rather large show this year. I'm expecting a large turnout and a much larger, you know, sponsor appearance and such like that. Because just following the page, I've seen, you know, a few sponsors and stuff of rather large names like Kicker Audio and such appear within like the last few weeks. And they've been relatively spread out, but, you know, they're still appearing there. And I think that that's just another sign that, you know, it's going to be a big show this year. As for, you know, the um, <clears throat> parking and such for the show vehicles and stuff is much larger this year, as well as vendor parking and all of that, <clears throat> all of the other sections. So I assume they're expecting a bigger show this year overall, as I do as well. They could go out as big as they wanted to, and I think they're going to try to this year. <clears throat> I believe that it will be a rather large show and be one that I definitely do not recommend missing. For, I think, you know, what it is. A lot of people, you know, think that it's <clears throat> going to be a kind of different show this year. And I agree. I think it's going to be a little bit different this year, you know, just the way everything's set up. And I think that, you know, it might be for the better, actually. Especially with, you know, the whole changes going on and such like that. As well as, you know, the big thing that they do, which is allowing people to actually drag on the paved roads instead of um, 
outlawing it on, you know, the times of big shows like that. <laughs> and I think that's really an opportunity that a lot of people don't want to miss out on because normally uh, Scrape and Bumper he usually uh, doesn't end so well. He usually ends up being a pair of uh, red and blue tail, red and blue lights behind you, right on your tail. So, as usual, you know, it's always a good opportunity to, you know, drag and stuff like that. And I definitely really want to see a lot of people out there. Besides, we're going to be out there. The um, podcast brand is going to be out there, as well as the other clubs and such ours that we each are in. Anyhow, I think that we are about to hit the five-minute mark on this. And I think that I'm going to, you know, address a few more things about it. Um, I'm going to see, you know, how big the layout is this year and, you know, address that. Hold on just a second. While he's doing that, I just want to say again, thank you to everyone that's watching. And uh, hopefully we'll start here sooner or later when we get pretty, when we get a lot bigger. Hopefully we'll start making like some shirts and stickers. Also, if you have not heard yet, we have started the Facebook page. So if you want to come follow us on Facebook, make sure to come follow us on Facebook. Yep. Um, and on that note... I want to address some other things that have been floating around in Facebook, such as last year's unfortunate happenings as when we were um, seeing the drag last year that um, some of the vehicles were unable to, um, well, uh, function properly after some uh, catastrophic failures, um, mostly due to gas tanks being low to the ground and getting hit. <clears throat> um, public service announcement this year. Watch your gas tanks. <laughs> yeah. All for giggles. Make sure to watch your gas tanks. All for giggles, of course, but for real though, guys, be careful out there. If your vehicle does happen to have any mechanical failure, please pull off. You know, there's plenty of trucks. There's not plenty of uh, you, though. There's only one you. Um, And anyhow, I think we can expect a much different show this year. You know, something bigger and more, you know, in-depth. And I've seen so many nice-looking vehicles out there, and, you know, I hope to see some of them at least show up there and I think that's going to be bringing us into our next topic very soon, which will be the show scene. And I think that a lot of people are going to want to hear about this because it is a rather big thing right now that's been addressed a few different ways. And I see people talking about it constantly. You know, the show scene is changing is it for the better or worse. And, you know, I'm going to kind of address the pros and cons of that from as hopefully as least biased 
standpoint as I can possibly get to. <laughs> Anyhow, Minionats this year should have some more sponsors, and I see a whole lot more coverage coming. And as well as just, you know, seeing a whole lot of coverage on it this year and people following it. I see a whole just boatloads full of um, people talking about what they expect there and how excited they are to go and who pre-registered and who didn't. And I think that that's really going to be what brings it all the way to the top this year is the fact that, you know, everyone else is hyping it up and making it exciting. And I think, you know, it's going to be an absolute showstopper this year. Like, you know, there are going to be some really, really, really sick rides out there if the people that say they're going are actually going. Um, I know the pre-registration stuff sold out um, as now. I don't know how much more there are. I don't think any. I don't think there's any, like, vendor parking or anything. There might be. I'm doubting it, though, because they expect a very large turnout this year. And anyhow, let's look a little further. And let's see what uh, Mini Nats is currently up to. So, currently, let's see what's uh, going on. Well, isn't that interesting? Um, for those of us who have been following, you know, the whole Jason Thorback and Thorbro stuff, um, you may have seen here recently that um, they got a... I definitely recommend looking out for those while you're there. And as well as, you know, the um, awards this year, which are fire extinguishers, which is kind of pretty pretty ironic, yeah. Fire extinguishers at the uh, show where cars cars and trucks caught fire last year. They also have some really cool-looking merchandise up now, such as um, tumblers, um, leather keychains, looks like. I can't tell if it's leather or wood. I'll look into it. Yep, those are wood. It's wood. It's wood. Okay. Also, another thing I got to say is he he has his own brand, which is called Mini Trucking Union, and you guys should also go check out that brand. They got some really, really, really cool shirts. I love their shirts. Yep, and I think a little bit more on that. Ooh.
Alright, it looks like we might be having a minor technical glitch. Actually, it's good. It's good. Okay, never mind. We've uh, cleared that up real quick. Pardon that little interruption there. Um, But, um, I think it's time we start to cover the scene, the mini trucking scene right now. And I think the first thing that we should cover is the changing scene and what it means. So the scene is changing, and, you know, it's gone more to an online kind of scene right now. And I feel like, you know, it's up on the online and has kind of expanded a lot more than a lot of people see for it. And... I think that the transfer to online has allowed it to expand some. And <clears throat> that it has really let, you know, the name of Mini Trucking get out there. And, you know, I think that it has really changed the, you know, the whole ideas about mini trucking. Yeah, definitely. technical glitches so uh we're we're good now uh the minor glitches may persist throughout so if we uh yeah sorry y'all this this is our second time using this and this is my first time being on this mic setup so it's all kind of glitchy right now yeah we've been trying to record this episode a few times now it's uh as of the date of recording this, it has just turned to Saturday, March the 7th, about nine minutes ago. It is um, 12.09 Eastern Standard Time. But I think that you guys are, you know, kind of taking the whole scene change differently. And I think that it's expanded, you know, to beyond, you know, the you know, just many truckers on the mini trucks. Even those, the rich and famous, such as um, the rapper Post Malone has a C10 that is bagged right now. And I don't know if anyone's seen that, but it made big news a while back in the mini trucking scene. I think it even made it on the um, news. It did at one point. I'm sure, you know, that's, um, like, for some of us, that's a big deal. And for some of us, it's like, oh, yeah, one one Hollywood actor. But Post Malone sees a lot of people that look up to him and, you know, his fans see that. And that reflects back good on us. So I am overjoyed that he did that. I also have... <clears throat> Huh. Um, 
anyhow, I think that uh, we should uh, get to the third topic for me, and that will be the wagon and pedal car section. And today, I think, you know, it's kind of will important to talk about the wagon and pedal cars because there's actually a show coming up ran by someone that is here today, and that will be Dayton. Hi. He has a show coming up that he will be talking about later on the show. It is started out as a wagon and pedal car show. And I think the wagon and pedal cars are huge because it allows, you know, people to get into low riders and mini trucks and all that at such a young age. And, you know, show that it's not only for, you know, adults and if you have a driver's license and so on and so forth. And it kind of shows, you know, you don't have to have driver's license and all that to, you know, be part of the scene. You can still, you know have a part of the scene you can still be part of it like it really is a gateway into the future of mini trucking and low riding and all that and a lot of people really are you know kind of unaware of that you know it's a rather smaller scene that a lot of people don't really count but even a lot of adults have, you know, Loretta bikes and such like that. And, you know, all you got to do is, you know, look in the right places and then they're everywhere. Especially, you know, it's the fact that it's... Especially at my house. <laughs> for those of us who uh, haven't seen uh, Dayton's house yet... It's uh, covered in um, uh, wagons. He's got wagons everywhere. Um, and pedal yeah, cars. Pedal yeah, cars. I forgot about the pedal cars. And uh, I think you have a, a few 90s BMX there, don't you? Yeah, he has a couple yeah, of uh, classic BMX bikes. Um, anyhow, straying a little far from pedal cars and such here. Um, the whole show that he's done has really been based off that, and it's shown that, you know, a lot of people tend to love that, and, you know, it's something different, you know. Anyone can, you know, make a car look nice and stuff, but not everyone can, you know, lower a wagon or whatnot. And I so happen to own one myself, a radio flyer that I have completely body-dropped, and I actually really love it. It is one of my favorite overall things, other, you know, than my truck and so on and so forth with that. But, <clears throat> um, I think that it is about time for the next segment. But anyhow, I want to continue on with the show scene overlapping into the wagon pedal car scene. And, you know, they are kind of one in each other, you know, parts, parts of a whole, you know, there's a mini scene going on within. And then um, 
I think next up we're going to be talking about car culture and you know what's in what's big in car culture and drama and stuff that's been going on there. <clears throat> but I think you know that the more we look into it, uh, more connections we see between you know pedal cars and just the regular scene. You know, like that stuff leads into regular scene and you know gets young kids out there and people that are, you know, fans of that and exposes them to the regular scene. And, you know, after they're exposed to that, you know, they'll look into bigger stuff and then, you know, eventually people will, you know, put it beside their vehicle and whatnot and have companion like accompanying, I know somebody who has a wagon that matches their truck and all sorts of stuff like that. I've just seen some absolutely wild trucks here recently. Like they are beyond my wildest imagination. Like I couldn't have dreamed these up. Like I don't know how people want to execute it, but it is surprising every time the amount of creativity that people always tend to show whenever it's something they're interested in have, you know, the right out. It's amazing what it can lead to. It can lead to the creation of some of the most interesting pieces of I I don't have any other word for them except for artwork that have ever just like that one out at a, just like the one out at a, the super show, the low, low rider super show. There was a there was a low rider wagon that there's none of a there's nothing that can be just like it. Like it has like a low rider paint job on it. It has a full on built frame for it that has all the graving done on it. it is a one yeah, beautiful like I piece of wagon. Never in the couple of years that I've been doing the uh, wagon thing would have never thought of, you know, engraving or anything like that. And that's just, I love it. It's awesome, unique, original. And I see that across the board. Like, you know, I see interesting lower hydro setups and crazy bag setups and trucks. And I've seen some insane tilt beds. Um, Shout out to Jamie Kelly for his insane tilt bed setup. For those who haven't seen um, Schizophrenia, I definitely recommend checking his truck out. <clears throat> and I think we'll segue into the next seg- segment here, which is car drama and stuff on the scene, on the car scene, which is like, you know, it's own little universe. JDM and all that, and donks and all that fun stuff. Anyhow, let's crack open the can of worms that is the car scene and start off with, you know, the tuners and JDM. Uh, Tuners and JDM currently seem to not like Subaru as usual and continue to bully the new Supra, even though, you know, they're just jealous by cast. (laughs) Cough, cough. They know it's true. (laughs) And... A lot of, you know, the whole right-hand drive, left-hand drive debate still is going on as a fight today. 
and it's been all sorts of fun still. Um, the interesting thing is, is that people have found a lot of ways around the whole left-hand drive to right-hand drive thing, which is kind of hilarious. And I see it, that used a lot now. There's a meme about it floating around right now. And um, eventually I may attach like, to it or something. I don't know if that's possible or not, but I'll see what I can do in public production. Um, anyhow, there are a lot of just off, like totally awesome cars out there in the JDM scene stuff. Especially a lot of tuner cars that are really nice right now. A lot of Evos and such like that are out. And, you know, the car wars are still going on. You know, Ford versus Chevy and so on and so forth. Anyhow, look at that. Um, I think it's time to get into the... debate between aftermarket or stock debate on a lot of people arguing you know go with your stock engine buy a nice car and I see a lot of people buy a lightweight car get an aftermarket engine and I think you know we should kind of uh, begin to uh cover the lowrider scene right now, which is huge. The lowrider on in Texas. Oh, Arizona, my bad, my bad. In Arizona. I'm confused on the locations. Don't feel too bad. I first shot it in Las Vegas because um, I had a brain for yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry. Um, while I get this up, yeah, I've I'll talk to you guys for a little, little bit of... while I get set up. Uh, so, I, I mean, I won't talk about this a little bit later, but if you guys have not yet checked out my YouTube channel, you guys should go check it out. It's the Family Twisted. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about it later down the road on the podcast. I just want to bring this up just to give you guys something to go check out. Uh, also, later in the podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit more about my show. I heard Connor talking about earlier, and like later in the podcast, I will be bringing it up, and I will be bringing up another show I'm helping out with right now. Also, uh, so my stuff I'm going to be talking about is, let me see here. I'm going to be talking about this game that involves, like, mini trucking and low in together and I'm also going to be talking about I'm also going to do the vendor talk where I shout out like a whole bunch of vendors in the scene that you guys should go check out
then me and Connor both are going to talk about, like, what's our, what's our plans with our trucks and, like, what's our future plans with the scene and, like, what, like, what's our, like, dream vehicles, like, what we want to get for the future, the bag and whatnot. But besides that, uh, I do want to thank everyone again if you made it this far. If you guys really do enjoy this, uh, and yeah. Actually, really awesome this year. It's really impressive. I've been nothing but impressed with, you know, what I found. Um, after letting Dayton do his little spiel there, I would recommend, you know, staying with us and checking all that out at the end. Um, really good overall. You know, the lower scene has some amazing stuff out right now. Like, I've seen some really nice engraving. And um, on September 1st, there is going to be the Las Vegas Super Show in the Las Vegas Convention Center in the second floor from 10 to 5. And anyone going out there to attend that, make sure to, you know, send your uh, buddies back over here in the uh, southeast um, some uh, pictures and images of that. we appreciate, you know, anything you guys send in and stuff. We make sure to, you know, try to get through and look at the stuff you send us. Anyway, on with more talk about the Lowriders. There are a huge amount of shows that are coming right now. Well, coming and going. Some have just passed and some are just coming up. There are, like, a whole bunch of good quality builds that I've seen coming out there. You know, stuff that I've never really thought about before. They never fail to amaze. Like, every year I keep getting just, like, stunned by the amount of quality work that's put in there. And you can see that people have took a lot of time on these to get them to almost a level of perfection. Like, levels that I've never even think that, that I've never even thought of. And I really want them... And if you are, like, one of the owners of one of these builds, mini truck and lowrider or whatnot, if I like your build and I think it's amazing, please, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Please don't change. <clears throat> And I think that will conclude almost all of my section. Um, Dave, I'm going to pass this on to you. All right. From now on, we're going to do a couple of things where we're both going to be talking. So first off, we're going to be talking about what's our plans with our truck. All right. I'll, 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 I'll let you go ahead and start us off, Connor. I have the 03 Silver Ranger. Um, it's an extended cab, and I'm currently wanting to four-link in the rear and put it on bags and, you know, get it the rest of the way bagged and, you know, get a little few other things done, completely interior. And as well as doing that, 
I would also like to <clears throat> run, you know, the new edge rims that I've got on it right now and the edge hood actually surprisingly I kind of want to keep the uh, rims they actually look surprisingly nice again I definitely recommend you know follow media and stuff and keeping up with our trucks and stuff because you'll hear us talk a lot about them on here and if you want to stay up to date with that definitely go follow us and stuff you'll we post pictures you know where we get stuff done to them, and, you know, it's just a common occurrence on there. But, you know, me and Dayton both have um, relatively yeah. interesting trucks. Um, mine was actually a farm truck long ago. It was bought from a used car lot, and I ended up getting it through uh, being passed down to the family. So, anyhow, Dayton, I think we'll let you cover yours now. All right. Uh, here's my truck. My truck is a 1992 Toyota pickup, and it is the old rust bucket. Uh, for most of you guys that don't, for the people that don't know about the truck, it was gifted to me by uh, Garrett Griffith. And uh, after that, uh, now what I have planned out for it is that I want to do a custom bed floor. I want to do a traditional body drop or either door it. I also want to do a tilt bed on it and do a full-blown interior, and I also want to do a TDI motor swap. And if you guys don't under, if you guys don't know what a TDI motor swap is, it's a Volkswagen diesel motor that is normally put inside Jettas. And some of you guys don't want to know like the history of my truck, so I'm gonna let you guys know in like a nutshell. So here's basically how my trucks first started off. It was a farm truck also, and it got, and basically it was kind of beat up because it's a farm truck. And uh, someone ended up buying it, and they ended up bagging it, and they just rolled on stock wheels. And then forever it had stock wheels on it, then it got new wheels on it. And then it got passed around a couple times. And some of them, right before Heritage 2012, uh, they fully sanded the truck down to bare metal. Then, uh, and after that, uh, they got plastic disc pink, and then they also did some like blue, like lowrider graphics on it. Then, after, then they removed the plastic dip off of it. Then after that, Garrett got it, and he had his full entire mindset on what he wanted to do to it. So that's why my truck looks like the way it is. And then he and he gave me the truck. But here's the story about the truck. Basically. The first time I got to ride in his truck, he can definitely tell I was in love with it. And he said, uh, one day he's going to end up giving me the truck. I just won't know when it is. And uh, for some of you guys that didn't watch the video, he ended up giving me the truck last year at the at our Christmas party for my club, Twist Intentions. And, uh, from, and it was two days after my birthday when he okay. gave me it. Well, anyhow, I think that'll move Thank us you, on Tom. to our next chapter that we will both be covering, which will be the, <clears throat> which will be, hold on a moment. Yeah, and what also our dream rides. Plan, what plans we have for the future. Uh 
Well, what I have planned out for my future is I want to extend this out a little bit more. I want to get this one going really big. And then I want to get this podcast growing. I want to get it on yeah. Apple Podcasts and whatnot in the future. And I also want to start. I also want to start doing shirts and stuff for it. And after that, hopefully, we'll be doing really, really well. And another thing I would really like to do in the future is upgrade my cameras for my YouTube channel and upgrade my laptop so I can start doing a lot better editing and have a lot nicer footage. And another thing I'd really like to do in the future is buy my dream truck, which is a Mazda B2200 single cab, and I want to make it convertible. And I want to door it, and I just want to have like a sick paint job on it. I want to be able to drive that sucker across the country. But some of my dream shows I've been trying to, I've been wanting to go to for some years now is Orange Beach Invasion. I also want to get, I also want to build a SEMA truck and take it on out to SEMA. I know, I know that's like everyone's dream and everything, but the reason why I want to go to SEMA is because you don't really see that many minis at SEMA, and if I were to be able to get into SEMA, I probably would build a mini because that's like one of the things you really don't really see there no more. And uh, my, but also, another show I've been wanting to kind of go to since I've seen it is Grand Finale. That show looks like it'd be like a really nice show to go to. Same with Turkey Drag. Lone Star Throwdown's another one. And there's a whole bunch of other shows I dream of going to that Hopefully one of these shows Anyhow, will be able to make it too. I think that so back you know, to you, Connor. some of my dream shows and stuff, you know, are like a lot of the ones that Dayton listed. But I would like to at some point go to West Coast Customs and visit visit down there and I'd really like to see the shop there. That's like one of the things that I would love to do with my life is work for them. Like it would mean the world to me if I got a job there. Um, I plan on eventually moving out to California um, sometime in the future, you know. I'm still not 100% dead set on what I want to do yet, but these are all have potential to change. Um, But I think I'm going to move out there, and, you know, I want to get, you know, I want to have a hauler for my truck and be able to trailer it if I need to. And I think that's about, like, the conclusion of a... my plans for the future. Uh, one one more thing I wanted to add on is that also I got some future plans for my truck itself. In the future, I want to be able to get some sponsors on it. I want to be able like, to start having some like test like some like new companies cool. on it like for like compressors and stuff like that I think that'd be like really cool if I can end up having that happen so my truck can like get yeah, out there a little bit a... more than people can start learning about it but besides that uh, I want to go ahead and get on my first topic and uh my first topic is going to be about, let me see here. My first topic is going to be about Lowriders Come Back to. All right. 
So some so most of you guys are probably scratching your head right now, probably being like, what is Lowriders Comeback 2? Well, Lowriders Comeback 2 is a game for Lowrider in, but, from, but now it's turned into, like, they got, like, Toyotas in the game and everything, and you can basically build yourself, like, your real-life mini. Like, I have my actual truck built inside the game, and you can go dragging, you can go hopping, you can go drag racing. I mean, this game's turned into basically everything. It's not just for lowriders no more. You can lift the you can lift your truck. You can put a truck on air ride. You can do a lowrider course. You can have a drift truck. You can have just a stock truck. You can have a lower truck. Uh, even if you're in a squat trucks, I mean, you can go for it. I guess if you want to do a rat rod, you can do a rat rod. Yeah. I don't know if I already say if you want to do a stock car, you can do a stock car. Uh. If you want, if you want to have a tow pig, you can have a tow pig in the game. If you want to have a drag car, basically, you guys get what I'm trying to say. You guys can have whatever in the world you want. I mean, that got sports cars in the game and whatnot else. <coughs> Sorry, but this game is really, really nice game to check out, and it's like I think it's like a dollar ninety-nine in the app store, and it is definitely one of the greatest games ever. It is called Blue Reddit's Comeback Two cruising and it lets you go online and go cruise with other people and but also another thing I like about this game is that you can be like in car clubs and like your online like online car clubs in the game and you can also sell vehicles and buy other buy yeah, other I, people's I, vehicles. I definitely recommend it. And it's kind of like um, a real life real thing. car enthusiast. Almost in a but, way. You know, it doesn't matter what you're really into. They have everything there. They even have like you know garages and stuff that I've seen people build, and I've built some of my own. Um. But. When you get into here, you're you're gonna you're probably gonna have to buy yourself some G coins, uh, because yeah, because you're gonna need some to build anything. That's I mean that's the only bad part about the game, but also if you can just build yourself to something small and be able to get it sold for a decent amount of price, then you. That's how in the world you're yeah, you able to go build more more stuff than you can flip it then until you get like a decent amount. Mobile game grind. Because it is um, mobile only, but he said he is working on a port for the Xbox and, and uh, PlayStation. Ah, uh, yes, you, you, actually, you can get it on PC. Actually, you can, get, you can also get it on a computer, on a PC. But I, it's definitely a game worth the checkout and worth the money. It's definitely worth it. I mean, Connor's built his truck inside the game. I built yeah. my truck inside the game. I built my and, parents' know, vehicles inside the I, game. I think it's a good opportunity for, you know, like building your dream truck or whatnot. It's kind of, it's really fun. It's, you know, something to do on the side, you know, when you get bored or you have one of those boring rainy days where you don't have anything to do. Yeah, I know those don't happen much. Uh, one, one more thing I would really like to say about this game is that uh, that this this thing in here when you go when you go work on your vehicle, you're all of course see accessories. Then when you go into accessories, you'll see accessory groups up top. 
then you hit it, and then it so am I. And then it and just depends on what in the world you save. And then, but if you hit community, it shows you like a whole bunch of stuff that other people have published into community. So like, and you come into here, and they show like these, and they show just basically from scratch things, basically where you get two axles and some wheels on them. And you can put what, and you can build whatever body you want on it. But if you go into here, you can pick whatever body you want on it. They, I mean, they probably got everything Martins. under the sun under here, in here. They got Porsches, Lambos, uh, all, all, all low riders. There's a mini truck in there. And there's some other stuff in there. Actually, there's a couple of mini trucks. They got a uh, old Toyota. They got a, a old Blazer yeah. and they got a, they got a Nissan Hopper, yeah. which definitely is a Hopper. Yeah, definitely. Cause I built me one. Like this sucker hops like no tomorrow. But if you do decide, but if you do decide to join the game, definitely come send me a friend request. My name is a uh, Dragman. That is D R A capital D on that as well. No space. Capital M A. In. Yes. Yeah. Um, capital D on that. P R E Z. Okay. Underscore. L O. Capital L O W. Underscore. P R O F Y L E. Underscore. C. And President Low Profile C. We run our own club in the game and everything. It's really fun. We like it. All right. We play on there about every night. Um, there's a massive multiplayer and single player range, and you know it's there's something for everyone. Yeah, um, that's gonna conclude our topic with Flowriders. Come back to definitely a great game, and you should go check it out. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is like what I said earlier. I'm gonna bring up my YouTube channel now. Now, this isn't to, like, flex or anything. This is just to let you guys know about my YouTube channel a little bit and how I can start it and everything. So, basically, my YouTube channel started as, please leave me alone when I tell you guys this. But I used to uh, watch uh, this channel called Super Mario Logan. I know some of you guys have heard of it. I'm saying you guys have not. <laughs> so, anyway, my channel kind of started off as a plus channel. Uh, I hate, I even hate talking about it, but I guess I'll let you guys know anyway, because I don't care by this point. But, anyway, back to what I was saying. So, my channel first started off as that, and then later down the road, I deleted all those videos and renamed my channel, like, Dayton Cooper Films or something like that. And, uh, at the time, me and my good friend started a little model club called Insanely Twisted. I was the person that came up with the name of it. But also, we decided to do away with it. So, I took that name, and I actually named it the channel. And I'm really glad how far it came. Some people do kind of get upset because I don't really post frequently during this time of year, but also at the same time. It's kind of hard to at this in its own way because this time of year, you yeah. I mean, you really don't have much to post because it's winter time. 
and everyone's getting their projects going and you really don't want to be posting all the project stuff because people like to have it secrets and whatnot else. So follow, so definitely subscribe to me on you, YouTube at Insanely Twisted. Uh, my, also follow me on Instagram. It's Insanely Twisted. Also follow my Facebook page. It's Insanely Twisted. Looks like we might be suffering from some technical difficulties, folks. If you'll please stand by. Anyhow, in the meantime, I think that uh, we should... Uh... Okay. Anyhow, we're going to be performing some tests, so we might have to edit this out in the end. Um, if you're seeing this in here, consider it a blooper. Yay! Anyhow, I'm talking right now. I don't know if you can hear it or not. I don't know if anyone can hear this or not. But, uh...